Hello and welcome back to another episode of Ouch That Hurts. I'm your host, Yolani. And in today's episode, I'll be talking more about the story of a successful woman called Sarah Blakely. So without any more preambles, let's get started. So she founded her company in 2000. Her initial plan was that she wanted to go to law school, but unfortunately, she wasn't the best test taker. So that meant that she couldn't be a lawyer because she couldn't pass her LSAT test. And then after she went to college, she then decided to go to Disney and she was a chipmunk. She she then became a salesperson selling fax machines door to door every single day she then discovers that that's not her true passion and she like she mentions she saw a clear picture on how her life was going to be if she continued to do this for the rest of her life so she she decided that she had to take matters into her own hands and that's when she decided to create her business so the way that she started is that she she had this issue with pantyhose and that the pantyhose were were closing a the the entire feed and they didn't give access to shoes or anything like that so didn't understand as to why pantyhose were built this way and That's when one of her ideas came to be whenever she was watching the Oprah Winfrey show when Oprah was claiming that she had cut her pantyhose to fit her her shoes. And then she discovered that that was a great idea because she noticed that every girl, not only her, was dealing with this issue of the the pantyhose not fitting well to, to shoes. So... With shoes on so she then decided to take matters on her own hands and that's when she decided to create Spanx so Spanx became a global sensation but the way that this started was with only five thousand dollars so she was building her her own company with only five thousand dollars and she that's incredible because that means she didn't need any funding from angel investors or venture capitalists that were willing to help her fund her business that's such an important lesson if you want to build a business and is that you don't need much money in order to start what you need is being able to have really great financial frugal tips on how to better better manage your money while you're while you're at business some business people think that they need so many things to create a business such as a location a brick and mortar location they think that they need so much furniture and so much um so many workers and so many people working for them in the beginning but starting a business, you have to start on your own and you have to make sure that you're being frugal with your money, with the limited funds that you have. And 
This is such an incredible story because it teaches us that we don't need much to build a successful business. And with that being said, when she started, she would go to different manufacturers and she would obviously get rejected. She would get rejected because she was young, because she was a female, because she didn't have any connections into the industry or didn't know anyone that was in the in in the laundry industry. So what she did is that she went she went to different manufacturers around the US while she was also working as a fax sales uh, woman machine or salesperson. And that just shows that she was she didn't just leave her nine to five job, but she was also building this successful business on the side. So that's an incredible story too, and a great takeaway from this story is that whenever you're starting a business, you shouldn't just quit your nine to five and just focus on your on your business because one thing is that you can probably fail, and it's a good chance that you're gonna fail the first time. And also, if you don't have any revenue coming in, you don't have an income, it can be very depressing and very stressful when times are not doing well in your business. And that's when you don't take the best, you don't make the best decisions while you're running a business. So that's a great takeaway. So like I was saying, she was rejected by many manufacturers all over the U.S. And it was until one guy decided to give her an opportunity that guide explained the reasons as to why he decided to work with her and it's that he also had daughters and he wanted for females to be empowered and he wanted to show his daughters that he was willing to give an opportunity to other young women. So that was just an incredible story and it's just to show that you're going to get rejected so many times while you're in business because let's face it there's so so many rejections in everyday life especially if you're going to be successful and you're going to get rejected by schools you're going to get rejected by business people going to get rejected by different jobs and the important thing here is to continue to wake up in the morning and continue to go and knock on more doors and that's what Sarah Blakely did and we are super excited for her she's has been a great example so after that Sarah Blakely needed a store to help her sell her own her own um, lingerie and that's when she decided to call Neiman Marcus Neiman Marcus is a store Pretty much like Macy's and Bloomingdale's and Dillard's high-end stores that everyone, every American goes to. So it depends on your location and where you live. These stores are very big and they're very famous. So she decided to call to corporate and she got a, um, a meeting with one of the executives. And whenever she went there, she was trying to explain her her idea to the executive female she was a girl and 
Sarah Blakely says that when she was giving out her presentation, she would see that the the executive wasn't interested. So that's when she decided to show in person her her product, and that's when she when when Blakely decided to go to the restroom with her and show her the before and after. And that's when the executive approved of the idea. So what I like about this story is that it gives us this incredible idea that it's going to take so many people and so much time in order to build a a great idea. And even if you do have the best idea, it will be rejected by so many people, but you only need to find one person to approve to that idea. And it is incredible, and I love her story. She's so energetic and charismatic, and that's who she is. And now Spanx has an valuation of over $1 billion, and now the company's owned by Blackstone, a private equity firm, and we are just extremely excited. Now, Xpanx is 22 years old, which is the same age as myself, and without any more preambles, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I love you so much, and I hope you have an incredible week. Bye.